so beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it's beautiful outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I'm just I'm I'm absolutely happy. Like sometimes you just look outside and it just makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. I I swear I just I, I this is one of those days where I'm just like I'm out here and it's like not gonna lie. Yesterday and today I've walked out in the garden and it's that that's all spinach, right? Is um, it like right out there in the in the new garden? Yeah. In the center, yeah. You you'll notice there's a few leaves missing. So <laughs> I had I had more of that yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want some wilted. You know, we yeah, we were talking uh, this morning about it's a grilled cheese sandwich day, mm-hmm. and all I was thinking about was like, ooh, I would love some spinach and artichoke grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> that actually sounds really good. <laughs> Why had I never thought of this before? And I was just like, I looked over the tomato plants and I went, grow, damn you, grow. There, there is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think one that's like that started. We mm-hmm. got one there, and then I also did some trimming up on the tomato plants. Um, and so, by doing it the way that I'm doing it, hopefully I'll be able to clone some of them. Yeah. And if we f- can find space for it and give it a trellis, I will literally continue to grow a bunch of them. It's literally just the trellising is the hardest part because these ones that I have in there, you know, keeping them all trimmed up and nice and pretty is, is not mm-hmm. hard. They just had a bad start because they had, you know, that tiny bit of frost damage. So they started growing um, in a different section. So they changed their main stock. So I had to let them grow wild for a little bit and then go back through and trim it all up. But they had on the bottom, they shot out, you know, a completely separate stem. And so those were starting to root already. And I was like, okay, I'll fill up a pot with dirt, I guess, and put these mm-hmm. in here. And then, yeah, if... If you could figure out a, a trellising system that's like easy, quick, cheap kind of thing and just figure out how we'll grow them in a different area. Okay. Because literally that's the biggest thing that I was thinking about that would like, yeah, but it would take away from what we already have is saying, <coughs> you know what, F the back porch <laughs> and mm-hmm. tie twine from the top of it down and just have a bunch of five gallon <laughs> buckets. <laughs> no, I liked having everybody on the back porch for Easter. I don't want to get rid of that. I was actually trying to think of how to reorganize it so that we could... Have more people, but yesterday I, I did have, um, oh man, I cannot remember his name, um, but he was out measuring for cement and he's going to give me back quotes on that. So we'll just have to see how that goes. But yeah, with this this has got to be the week. The, the, like we keep talking about, oh, last day, last, this has got to be the week. I don't care. Put the girls out there, have them dig up everything. I want potatoes. I want asparagus. I want everything in the ground this week. I just, just want it. I want no excuses for not having a garden. Right now, I want it absolutely massive. If you need more dirt or need more planters tomorrow, tell me. We'll have more dirt and more planters tomorrow. So <laughs> I'm just, we're, we're there. We're, we're absolutely there. I ate that spinach, and I was like, oh, that was so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and, and it's like, why not? Why? Well, you know, I mean, I was like, I don't want to go to the store. I'll just walk out in the backyard. And I'm, sh- I'm going to grab a bunch <laughs> of spinach, saute it up, and call life good. Because I will literally sit down and eat, you know, a couple pounds of spinach and and be happy and guess what it's good for you (laughs) and so it's like yeah why am i not doing this so but i'm 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 there (laughs) i'm so there i forgot uh yesterday to go to the soil place uh to go to nietzsche's or nietzsche's whatever um to go see if they had compost up but we'll find out i'm thinking that well i don't know do you think we need more because there seems to there's seems to be enough for like four or five more planters what do you think Uh, (laughs) honestly the w- it, what we have will fill up i think uh the i think the the two 
rectangular beds that they mm-hmm. haven't filled yet, it might fill those, but it might not. Like I okay. will, no matter what, I need more mulch, and I'm and I think if the the beds that I have in the in the back, mm-hmm. there's there's no soil in those yet. So okay. yeah, I'll I'll need more, and hopefully more of the the compost because the stuff is good. But yeah, no, uh, there's definitely things that I don't think will grow well in it. Um, it's going to be perfectly fine for the corn, perfectly fine for the sunflowers, perfectly mm-hmm. fine for, I think, probably the peppers. Um, but I don't think, like, tomatoes, uh, I mean, like, my sweet peppers. I don't think the tomatoes or the hot peppers, zucchini, cucumber, I don't think they're going to like it as much. Mm-hmm. Cucumber might. Cucumber might like it. Um, but, yeah, so. And I forgot when I was out there trimming everything up and I was going through stuff, I, f- I, I guess that I, I thought that I grabbed two black cherry tomato plants okay but i grabbed one and then i also grabbed it's like something mortgage tomato or whatever and it grows two pound tomatoes i didn't even realize okay. i had that so i i i babied him <laughs> trimmed him up a little bit so i have to figure out where that guy's gonna go which i think he's just gonna go in the back with the other ones uh the second tomato bed um but yeah no i did not realize that i had that i was just like oh yeah these are two cherry black cherry tomato plants i'll get you know i'll get a trellising done up for them and i built uh i ended up attaching the uh trellis that we got that was too thin for what we have Mm -hmm. i ended up putting that in between two two by fours to grow the black cherry tomato plant on it um so having one which is kind of like oh okay like i guess that makes that work because <laughs> i only had the one of them and i was like i don't want to get another one just for this like i'd have to figure something else out but now i'm like okay that works use that for the black cherry tomato plant and now this guy will go somewhere else so i have to worry about the symmetry or it looking right or anything like that so yeah no i just thought <laughs> i just thought that was funny i had no idea that was there and nice. now i'm excited oh um, now yeah now you got me even more excited yeah, no, I'm, I'm gen- see, I'm just, like, I can't stop drooling. I'm genuinely excited about this. This is, like, I don't know why people, like, don't do this. Like, I am just, oh, my gosh, I got you the new hose. Mm-hmm. So the new hose is nice. Mm-hmm. Better be. It was a lot more expensive than the other one. So, you know, that's, so that's good there. And then we got, um, no, I know that, uh, I know David and, and Amber are excited because did get I did get the welder. I went through just a ton of reviews and everything else and finally got him a welder and going to help him starting up his business. It's like, okay, I hope he sticks to it because so many people that I know, they're like, oh, I've only had this. And I'm like, all right, well, you have this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to ruin a friendship over it. But at the same time, it's never us. When people sit there and they give excuses as what they need, we give them the opportunity. And then they're like, oh, wait, this involves work. Mm-hmm. Jonathan was exactly that way. He was out making $2,500 a week driving as a new driver was making $10,000 a month. Unheard of. Oh, but it's real work. It's real driving. It's like, and how many people? Oh, yeah, you know, my business, I need this and this. Okay, here you go. This is what you should do and this is how you have to do it. No, I don't want to actually do the work, you know, or people. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely this last, uh, not this last Saturday, Saturday before that. We had a butcher that, or, you know, ranchers that were supposed to send me some information so I could write up some articles and stuff to put on their page so that they could start working on their SEO stuff. Nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, like, I was going to say, I can mm-hmm. take that all the way down to, you know, the, because I've decided that I'm not, I, I don't think, I don't think I told you yet, but <laughs> I was decided that I, for the rest of this year, 
uh, if I'm helping out the garden club, I'm going on the days that they don't have garden club. Uh, That's probably a smart idea. Because I, Lily has this one person <laughs> in her class that it was her, the two of them made uh, the garden club together. Mm-hmm. And uh, she basically, and Lily confirmed it without me even asking or hinting at it, that she only made the garden club because she wanted something that she could be in charge of a bunch of people for. Mm-hmm. And be, you know, the cool kid that had a club and whatever. And so she became the president and then Lily became the vice president because they have to have at least three people to start a club. Mm -hmm. And now that there are more people in it and there's actual work to do, she doesn't want to do any of it. And the last time that uh, we were there, uh, she made a comment that made me not want to do anything anymore. And I just like... What'd she say? uh, We were... uh, We brought the... Because the last time we were there... um, I set up their tomato trellis for them because I, you know, trialed with mine and mine is ugly. (laughs) And I was like, okay, now I know what to do better for theirs. And theirs looks great. Got everything done, labeled it all, got the other, the other bed was already there that she needed the soil. And then you guys got the soil, brought Mm -hmm. it there. So I built the trellis, told them how everything was going to go, filled everything with dirt. And then they, uh, she turned to me and was like, well, what are we going to do with the rest of it? And I said, well, there's another planter box that we have at the house right now that we're going to bring. And then she was like, oh, okay and i was like what and she was just like well i just don't really have faith that you're actually gonna bring it and i said what she's like well you just took so long you know giving us the rest of this dirt and you know giving us an actual trellis so we can actually plant the tomatoes but you know you guys just you kept saying we're gonna do a bunch of stuff and like we haven't done any of it yet and I just stood there and I like so many things ran through my head because I am I've and I've said it before that I'm still I don't feel like an adult. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm a high schooler. Mm-hmm. So when anybody around that age talks to me, all I want to do is just throw hands. <laughs> like that's the, the only thing that runs through my head. There were so many things hey, that kid, I could have said. They didn't have compost. I was, you know, I was gonna up. say they, they haven't done anything mm-hmm. without me. Every single plant that they have going right now has been because of me. Mm-hmm. Their cucumber plant, I planted that. I put the five-gallon bucket in there, and I grew it enough so that I could bring it and give it to them. All of those tomato plants, all of the other plants that are in there, either I grew or we got it at Atwoods. Mm-hmm. We built the, the be- raised beds that they have. We mm-hmm. stained them. We brought them. We filled them with dirt the first time. Mm-hmm. Second time, they were helping, and they were all upset because they had to actually do work oh, about it. Yeah, because I and put now, a, yeah, put like, they have this one more brigade. Yeah, and now they have this one more planter bed that it was like yeah it's already built it just needs to be stained and brought here mm-hmm. and you have no faith that I'm going to do it because of how long it took us to bring the next load of dirt when there were still a bunch of things that they could have gotten done in that time between that time and now mm-hmm. and when I showed up everything that I said about all the plants that we had brought them they didn't even do mm-hmm. they had seven different kale plants in one spot because they just took things straight out of the pot and put them in there same thing with the onions like they're whole onions and they had them literally straight out of the pot down in there so like 17 onion plants in a small two by two inch mm-hmm. spot because they didn't know what they were doing yeah so well, i'm just like i'm not i'm not going back <laughs> i was telling lily about it and she was oh, like lily. you know what that's you know i get it and i didn't know that she said that and you know if i if i would have heard her say that i would have totally rounded on her because that's kind of dumb because she hasn't done anything mm-hmm. and i was like yeah no, but it's okay. I will just we'll do whatever we need to do, and we'll just like go on Wednesdays or Wednesday and Friday and everything. And she was like, "Yeah, no, they, they don't. Nobody shows up and nobody stays on Wednesdays okay. because none of the teachers are available. But I'm allowed to stay." And I was like, "So yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll take care of this." <laughs> That's, and I get it. Yeah, in a lot of ways, you, you still kind of 
you know what? It helps. I'm the same way. Like they were all sitting there being lazy when I was doing the when I hit the bucket brigade, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. Come on, I'm not here to do your jobs. This is here. Look, this is how easy this is. Not hard at all. And I'm just one person wearing down all of you. Yeah. It's like, uh-uh. It's like, I'm sorry. Where's your money? Where's your money? I would literally to the school. Like, <laughs> they still have to do the bake sale yeah. to pay back the school for the stuff that yeah. they bought that they don't even know oh, where oh, it you, is or what yeah, it was. It's like you don't have faith in it. Well, let me explain something to you. If they don't have dirt, we can't get dirt because I don't see any of you buying dirt. Mm-hmm. So there's one. And number two, um, this is voluntary and you aren't doing jack. What did you guys do? You did water bottles to make a greenhouse. Yeah. A greenhouse is supposed to be able to collect heat. Water bottles inside collect heat. Water bottles on a string do not. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I laughed so hard because the, the girl that, you know, I won't say her name, but the one that was like not liking the fact she thought standing at the end was going to be an easy job, then realized it was actual work. And then, oh, well, she saw us today and she like wouldn't even make eye contact. So when we were picking her up, I was like, yeah, you know, you're lazy. Literally could have gone out and said, grandma, it's going to be a minute. But yeah, socially awkward dingus. So it's, it's all good. And yes, we're talking about kids this way. But you know what? That's OK, because we were kids and we were talked about, too. So I am very sure of that. I was told that, you know. Fred's mom said I was a great influence on him while while Cindy's parents absolutely despised me. <laughs> so and so did Jen's, but that's just the way it is. With that, welcome to the afternoon grind on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. And today is Wednesday, April 12th, and we're going to be talking about economics. I'm going to start it off here. I want to start off with something that's important. Now, we are centrists. We literally have a central view. We look at both sides as being wrong. And until we have a government that isn't controlled by special interests and that isn't controlled by a select few people who are playing the puppets on both sides, um, we know that there's not going to be any changes in advances. We we are pro-choice to, you know, second term. We believe that, you know, it's horrible any way that you look at it. It is a horrible decision just as much as, you know, it's a horrible decision any time that a life is sacrificed. Um, but... That's where we are in in as far as the the world of compromise. But if you've carried a baby for six months, then you've made your decision. And that's the biggest one that we always talk about. We believe that, you know, drugs should should just be legal and that, you know, people should suffer the consequences of what they do. And just like alcohol, if you're caught DUI or, you know, drunk in public or anything like that, drugs should be the same way. People are accountable for the crimes that they do. And so we just we look at it and we believe that taxation in its present system is horribly illegal because I'm taxed on money that was given to a company that was taxed that was given from that company from somebody else that was taxed to the point that that money always goes back in taxes and is is negative net value. So we talk about things from all sides and this is why I want to talk about this right now is because we are we're it's not that we're pro second amendment it's that we're pro being able to stand up against a tyrannical government and to defend ourselves in the process. And so that said, um, we talked about uh, before that the states where most of these mass shootings are taking place are Democrat-controlled states. That isn't to say they're only Democrat-controlled states. They're just the when you look at those majorities and that it's been a lot of really bad business choices and a lot of bad um, political choices 
that have left us where we're at. Politically, we decided to stop caring about the well-being of our kids. We decided to make a bunch of workers. We take the things out of out of school that actually gave kids, you know, positive things to look at, mm-hmm. you know, and and replace them with just their drones. They're out there. They're basic. They're not cared for. We had a crime system with a crime bill that was absolutely atrocious, and it literally created a single parent household system among you know areas where where finances were were already thin and so i say this because i i noticed that there's something that happened on saturday that i want to know if you've heard anything about about did you hear about the mass shooting in in harlem in new york over the weekend i don't know it i hadn't I, I literally had to, to dig around to find out what was going on because somebody was sitting there talking about it. And then I found out why. So in Harlem, kid's name is, and I, he's a kid. Like, I, uh-huh, it's, it's killing me right now. Uh, Messiah Nantui, okay, faces murder charges after shootings on Saturday and on Easter Sunday while he still is awaiting trial for previous charges of a shootout on 2021 and was out on bail and had a gun illegally got into a shootout with police. So I would just, I just want to read this here. Okay. So he was arrested on Tuesday and charged with the murder after two men were shot in the head in two separate incidences. The police said he was also charged with one criminal, uh, one criminal count of possession of a weapon. Police said Mr. Nantui was expected to be arraigned in Manhattan Though the district attorney's office could not confirm a date or a time. The police responded to 445 on Saturday to a call reporting a man shot near the corners of Madison Avenue and East 132nd Street. The victim, who was 19, was brought to NYC Health and Hospitals in Harlem, where he was pronounced dead. The police have not identified him or released his identity. And then on Saturday, right around 8 o'clock, officers responded to another 911 call of a man who was shot in a smoke shop on Malcolm X Boulevard near West uh, 125th. And this one had cameras. And they found the victim, Brandon Burnson, 36 years old, of East New York, with a gunshot wound in his head. And the police said that he was brought to New York uh, City's health and hospitals in Harlem, where he was also pronounced dead. The thing is, is this guy was out on probation for a three was out on probation for a three hundred thousand dollar bail, which means that he had to post ten percent of that, so thirty thousand dollars, and has been free and awaiting trial since mid twenty twenty one. So the change in the way that they did this, in the way that they set their bail system and lowering these things, allowed this kid, this kid, to go out on bail after a previous shootout and he had a gun but but there's anti-gun laws in new york right Mm -hmm. so where do gun laws help where do gun laws protect the innocent in this they don't obviously but nobody's talking about it everybody's quiet i looked it's not even it's nowhere in the hashtags it's not on twitter it's it's nowhere. So this this kid. Oh, and and when they came to him, right. 
Um, here, let me find this really quick. Here we go. Officers had spot spotted him and a second person. Okay, uh, when okay when police tried to arrest Mr. Nantui, he pulled out a twenty-two caliber pistol and fired three shots at at the sergeant, Darren Earl, and the officers, Malik Underwood and Eric Rays, according to authorities. So he just let loose. The officers and the sergeant then fired thirty-one shots at Mr. Nantui, striking him several times. I'm I'm sorry. Why was he released from jail? Why was he let out? Why did somebody shooting at police after after shooting other people that shouldn't have had a gun? It's it's why why weren't they in jail? And the answer is because that's that's the way they've adjusted the system. And you can guess his skin color as to why and the fact that he wasn't killed by police after 31 shots they didn't kill him. I don't know how many warning I'm scared. What, say, what are the wait, New York police doing that they fired 31 shots and this kid is alive? Okay, that's weird. Right? 31 shots. If it takes me 31 shots, to, I mean, jeez. But but here's the thing. How so I old is he? Oh, hold on. 21. Barely 21. Okay. So, and it looks like he had uh, was just coming up on 21 the first so he's 19 on the first shootout or no i'm sorry he was 20 on the first shootout he was 19 when he had his first you know run in with the police and it looks like single family home and you know the police here in an interview on tuesday so today or yesterday i'm sorry Mr. Brunson's uh, Mr. Brunson's mother, Gwendolyn Brunson, questioned why Mr. Nantui was not held for longer after the 2021 shooting. He shot a cop. You killed someone. Why isn't this person in jail? It blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind. It almost feels to me like a situation was trying to be set up. Because how many of these shootings that we've heard and then all of a sudden we find out later when the news no longer wants to cover it that the person actually had a gun, that the person had a history of violence, that the person had, you know, but because this kid wasn't killed, it didn't make the news. I mean, it didn't make the news on any kind of front page. I'm looking at it right now for anybody who wants to look it up. It's on the New York Times. It's free yesterday uh, is, is the latest update to it was originally posted so looks like yeah looks like they posted it on sunday and i haven't heard squat and i'm the news junkie it's absolutely ridiculous and and it's like the but there's gun laws in place so it's almost like when you have gun laws in place criminals don't seem to follow the gun laws in an ideal world, we both agree there would be no guns anywhere. Because mm -hmm. awesome. there would be no criminals anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, hunting would be a challenge, but it's fine. But there are guns. And you know what people didn't have the guns? The law-abiding shop owners that are now dead. Law-abiding law shop owners were literally killed. Why? They didn't have guns. They had no way to protect themselves. So, 
it's just another example of where this where our government messes up and this is not and you know i mean yeah you this is not a standalone case you can find cases like this all over Mm -hmm. and you decide which party it's happening on and ask yourself where is the fall because when and it's statistically proven that children especially boys in single parent homes especially moms grow up and have a harder time adjusting to society are more likely to uh you know be involved in criminal activity and look i have friends that i knew that were white friends i have friends that were of different origins and single moms have the hardest time period because single boys need a scary single or they need a scary male father you know figure in their life they just need it there comes a point where mom you're not scary even my mom, moment I turned six, when I turned 16, suddenly realized it was all over. And I'm sure that's when she started counting down the days. Because she went to smack me and I grabbed that arm so fast it wasn't going to happen. And it's like, you know, this guy, I can't see. I, I, I went and I looked and it's like, looks like the same thing. Single family home. And 21 years old. So what was that? That was a crime bill. Which party passed that crime bill? Democrats. It was set up for failure. And it was, they literally passed this crime bill and, and stripped. I mean, I'm telling you right now, we make drugs legal and, and we retroact it. How many people get, and nonviolent offenders get to get out of prison and get out of jail? Guess what? You have room for people like this. But you probably wouldn't need people like, you probably wouldn't have as many people like this because dad look, we had an incident and we're not going to get into the details of the incident, but because there's a dad involved, this boy got his butt straightened right the hell up. Literally sent me pictures of, Oh yeah. Did not get away from this incident unscathed. The level of disrespect that this boy had, his dad was involved in the picture and that is what's needed because some people just, they're just going to have to have it. Some people don't need it. That's great. But a lot of kids that do and they have nobody there to do it. What do they do? They're not used to any kind of consequence for their action. So their actions get bigger and they get bigger. We see it with kids in anything. Mm-hmm. Tabitha. We can we can talk about the fact that it, it's it's not a joke and, it, and it's not going to happen anymore because I'm stepping in on it in a big way. Tabitha gets two packs of candy. Well over a pound and a half. And eats them within two days. Yeah. And was proud that she left three pieces. That was her brag. Yeah. That was her flex. Her flex was that. There's three pieces still left. Okay, you ate a pound and a half of sugar (laughs) minus three pieces. Sugar, pectin, food coloring, and it's rolled in sugar. But you left three pieces. When did you brush your teeth last? (laughs) Yeah, okay, I don't want to hear it. So... It's it's disgusting where it's at. But this isn't the only thing our government fails us on. Our government fails us right and left. And and we need to understand this. That it's like, you know, we're we're look, they're keeping France real quiet right now. They're keeping these other countries who are rising up real quiet right now. There you know, I actually met somebody yesterday who didn't know that China has protesting and revolting going on. I was like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, okay, you know, so, but, I mean, aside from that, our government's perfect, right? No. Oh, yeah, especially, like, you know, things like health and human services, they're perfect. Mm. See, uh, Child protective services, absolutely wonderful. Human beings only care about the 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 children and always staffed by people who know exactly what they're talking about parents who have been through all of it right and the food and drug administration just stellar right uh no oh, come on <laughs> the exact opposite actually. i require examples of the, of the <laughs> latter so i wanted to talk about um specifically um how we have a <laughs> food system that is set up for us to die quicker <laughs> no <laughs> to put it very very simply um for anybody that doesn't know um there are a lot of foods that we have in the united states that are banned in a lot of other countries and it's extremely weird to hear like that statement and think like you know because i've heard that before like oh you know there's food that we eat that's banned in other countries blah 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 you know kids that spread their things and you know talk about stuff you know for no reason <laughs> and it's like you know i always assumed like well duh like you know that's there's things that are you know other countries have that's like banned here so like you know why would it be any different kind of thing i didn't think anything of it um but when you look up like the questions like foods that are banned in other countries mm -hmm. or like why aren't foods banned here and everything like that there's not a whole lot that pops up for it no there's not a whole lot no. everything that is up there is regurgitating the exact same thing that every other website has mm -hmm. which is extremely weird um like almost word for word kind of thing um if you look into it and figure out you know how to word your questions and everything then you start to get a little bit more into the detail of you know what's actually wrong with some of those foods because a lot of the you know you'll, you'll have a list of, and like i have a list here and i have a in detail for why they're banned kind of thing and some of them just outright sound horrible but for some reason you know we like don't know about it and quite a few of these things i just straight up didn't know and that's kind of like how do you just not know these things when you're eating these things all the time so a lot of these foods we don't consume it like at all like we never have most of these in the house so i'm not super concerned but it just makes me think a lot more about everything else we have and mm -hmm. get more and more like oh my goodness yep garden happening because mm -hmm. the amount of food that you know like these are extreme examples it's extremely frustrating realizing that you can't even like go to the store and grab you know fresh food and think that you're feeding your family better because at the end of the day you're not so we're gonna get into this we're gonna start with one of the worst ones and one of the ones that i grew up eating and loving and absolutely thinking it was you know amazing and then got a little bit older realized you know what's probably not the best for you um and then i just haven't really eaten it anymore and now now i just, i literally have no desire to um and it's fruit loops fruit loops are banned in france austria norway and finland so I want and I want to say like straight up a lot of these foods what pisses me off the most about it mm -hmm. is that they say that they're banned specifically we're talking about American versions of it which a lot of these other countries where the food is banned in it they have a separate version of it mm -hmm. and we just don't get that version mm -hmm. because it's not banned for us so we can have this horrible version of it while everybody else gets a healthier version of it where what's bad for you isn't in it at all which means that you can make it 
and have it still be tasty enough to be making a profit off of it but you know they don't care <laughs> that's literally yep. what it comes down to and this is the biggest example yeah, it's banned in france austria norway and finland that does not mean that those countries do not have fruit loops they just have a different version of fruit loops um it's banned because a glance at kellogg's fruit loops ingredients might explain why the colorful cereals of our childhood are banned in many european countries the american breakfast staple is packed with food dyes such as yellow five and red 40 and you're going to hear that red 40 over and over mm-hmm. again on this list which are considered harmful many scientific studies link these artificial colors with the inhibition of cell development the sugary cereal cereal also contains soybean cottonseed oil and hydrogenated coconut all considered dangerous and banned in the above mentioned countries now we're, I'm going to specifically talk real quick about Red Dye 40 mm-hmm. because I didn't know this. And, like, knowing now this and realizing the amount of people that around me that grew up with these issues or realizing that there's not a single person in, you know, me and my siblings that don't have some level of problems mm-hmm. literally makes me go, oh, my God, it was our diet. That's 100% what it is. Straight up. There, we didn't get born into a family of people that have a history of problems, yep. but we all have problems, and it's because of this. So specifically, Red Dye 40 is one of the most widely used food dyes as well as one of the most controversial. So Red Dye 40 is a synthetic color, color additive mm-hmm. or food dye made from petroleum. It's one of the nine certified color additives approved by the Food and Drug Administration, so the FDA, for use in foods and beverages. It is also approved as a food dye for use within Europe, the European Union, under extreme regulation, though. Mm-hmm. Um, certified color ag- additives must undergo FDA certification every time a new batch is produced to ensure they contain what they're legally supposed to. Con- uh, conversely, ex- exempt color additives do not require batch certification but the fda must still approve them before they can be used in foods or beverages exempt color additives come from natural sources such as fruits vegetables herbs minerals and insects gross (laughs) manufacturers use color additives in foods and beverages to enhance naturally occurring colors add color for visual appeal fruit loops Mm -hmm. and offset color loss that may occur due to storage conditions skittles (laughs) because <laughs> we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. one too uh, compared with their natural alternatives synthetically produced color additives provide a more uniform color blend easier are cheaper and do not add undesirable flavors for this reason synthetic color additives are used more widely than natural color additives so based on current evidence the environmental protection agency also known as the epa has determined red dye 40 to be of low concern Furthermore, the Food and Agricultural Organization and World Health Organization agree that the estimated dietary exposure to red dye 40 for people of all ages does not present a health concern. Red dye 40 has an acceptable daily intake of 3.2 milligrams per pound of body weight. This translates to 476 milligrams for a 150-pound person. So that's what we're basing this off of. (laughs) Just... Just so, for reference. But generally recognized as not toxic is what yeah, they're saying. That, not, so not it's, the not, it's not bad for you mm-hmm. as long as you don't have too much of it, which is basically anything, right? So that's like not, not really concerning, right? Um, <laughs> so one study showed that Americans ages two years and older consumed an average of 0.002 milligrams of red dye 40 per pound of body weight per day Mm -hmm. the study also noted that children ages two to five years had the highest average daily intake of red dye 40 at 0.0045 milligrams per pound of body weight whereas adult ages 19 years and older had the lowest at 0.0014 um 
Another study observed that Americans' intake of red dye 40 may be higher with those ages two years and older consuming a daily average of uh, 0.045 milligrams per pound of body weight. That same study also showed that American ages, uh, children ages two to five years consumed a daily average of 0.09 milligrams of red dye 40 per pound of body weight. So, compared with the ADI, these results suggest that there's a comfortable margin of safety in regards to red dye 40 consumption. However, <laughs> knowing all of that, like, yeah, that's, you're, you're not consuming a whole lot of it, really. But this is an average. So, consumer advocacy groups like the Center for Science and the Public Interest have quenched, questioned the safety of red dye 40 as its consumption is thought to cause allergies and migraine. Allergies are your body's immune response to a substance that does not cause a response in most people. These substances, called allergens, can be a lot of different things like pollen, dust mites, mold, latex, food, or components of food. Obviously, we all know that. Um, mm -hmm. Allergens can cause symptoms such as sneezing, facial sweating, swelling, watery eyes, and skin irritation when eaten, breathed, or touched. Allergies have also been linked to migraines, a type of headache char characterized by intense throbbing pain. The symptoms of an allergy occur within minutes to hours of contact with the allergen and last several d hours to days. So, no real way of really linking it to Red 40. That's mm -hmm. what it sounds like. Um, and then also, given that manufacturers use Red Dye 40 along with several other food additives, it's difficult to identify which ingredient, if any at all, is causing symptoms of an allergic reaction. So <laughs> That's what the article says? Yeah. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. Is that there. I'm all excited. Go ahead. So, the again, all of this just sounds like, you know, it, it's not that big of a deal. However, this is the one. This is the part that makes me go, uh, excuse me? <laughs> so, Red Dye 40 has been linked to aggression and mental disorders like attention deficit hyperactive disorder or ADHD in children. Children with ADHD are often easily distracted, have trouble holding their attention on tasks, are forgetful in daily activities, fidget, and have outbursts of anger at inappropriate times. The FDA acknowledges that. While the current research indicates that most children don't experience adverse behavioral effects when consuming foods that contain red dye 40, some evidence suggests that certain children may be sensitive to it. Indeed, a review of 34 studies estimates that 8% of children with ADHD living in the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, and Canada may have behavioral symptoms related to synthetic food colors. Mm. 8%. Mm -hmm. That may sound like, oh, well, it's only 8%, but then you take into account how many kids <laughs> mm -hmm. that means. And this is, this is literally, that's literally 8% of all of the kids with ADHD is it being linked to synthetic food coloring. <laughs> so, synthetic mm -hmm. food colors are thought to cause behavioral symptoms in children because they may cause chemical changes in the brain, inflammation from an allergic response, and the depletion of minerals such as zinc that are involved in growth and development. Studies in children with ADHD have demonstrated that restricting synthetic food dyes from the diet led to significant improvements in the symptoms. However, these improvements were found mainly in children with general food sensitivities or intolerances. While the restriction of synthetic food dyes, including Red 40, may be an effective treatment option for reducing behavioral symptoms in children with ADHD, ap apparently more research is needed to confirm this. I don't think there needs to be more research for that, personally. Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty clear answer that if your child has ADHD or ADD or right. any other kind of behavioral problem, that the first thing you can do to see if that's the problem is change their diet. Mm-hmm. Because we did it with the dog. Yeah, it, uh, but it's just like my kids are worth more than the dog. <laughs> but it's just I can't even. 
all me and all of my siblings have problems like ADHD or depression or anxiety or anything along those lines had problems growing up had issues with a lot of mm-hmm. different things and we like we are the higher end of this you know mm-hmm. oh this is all about the you know average and everything like that because you have you, you this is this is where studies like this become an issue because we don't know who they studied we don't know where they studied if you study something like this in New York or Chicago mm-hmm. or anywhere in California, really, you're going to have higher levels of kids that aren't eating fresh farm to yep. table food yep. than you will in places like this, where all of our food for more or less, we have more options of farmers markets and things like that because everything is right here. Mm-hmm. We don't live in a big, huge city. We're surrounded by farms. So we have yeah. a lot less of, you know, that in between. And we still have the ability to one grow our own food because there, you know, we have apartment complexes in, in our city, but not really most people live on their own plot of land and there's enough land for them to have a garden. A lot of people have gardens out Mm -hmm. here. So a lot of people are doing their own canning. A lot of people are making their own food from scratch. A lot of people are doing a lot more. Our Walmart is not full stocked with all this crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff that we had in California that I haven't seen out here. Oh yeah. We were talking about earlier this week, things like coffee cake and there's, there's a lot of different kinds of foods that aren't even around and there's different reasons that they're not around. And some of them is because Texas is like, no, you know, we don't need that. And, and others is because people are like, no, we're not stupid. We're not bu- buying that stuff. We're not falling for that. I was actually blown away by the number of people who were like, yeah, we're not going to buy this. You know, and it was mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, really? Because y- y'all drink Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we drink Dr. Pepper, but it doesn't have a lauric acid in it. And it doesn't have, you know, nitrogen poisoning that it calls our kids. You know, that affects our kids. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's a different world out here. Yeah. So so that, you know, (laughs) I 100 percent believe that everything that is, you know, a problem with me and all of my siblings is Mm -hmm. literally because of our diet, because there Mm -hmm. was nothing fresh in our diet at all growing up. I had no fruits and veggies unless it was literally an off chance that my dad didn't feel tired on his day off and decided he wanted to cook dinner. And even then. We didn't really like eating his dinner because my dad just didn't know how to cook. Not anywhere near the level that even I have now after three years Mm -hmm. of being around you guys and being able to learn how those things. I have more skill now than my dad ever did. So it just it amazes me that like we grew up in our entire lives eating French toast sticks, Eggo waffles Mm -hmm. and all these other things like that for breakfast lunches and dinners were taquitos or microwavable you know chimichangas burritos all this frozen food that you buy in these packs of things we would have cereals constantly we would have all like goldfish cheese it's all those things in the fr- in the cabinet because we literally did not have any sense of making our own food mm-hmm. snacks they, it, we didn't know we couldn't make snacks And so it's just like we didn't have anything but a bunch of things in the cabinet, in the fridge that were quick, pull it out, eat it, and we're good. No microwaving, really. No nothing on the stove ever. Like it was never a thing. We never used the oven. We never used the stove. Our microwave was our best friend because that's where all of our food went. Maybe a toaster Mm -hmm. or a toaster oven because we would make them in there and things would be a little bit, you know, more crispy. And like that was it. But daily, Mm -hmm. daily, I had for breakfast eggo waffles or french toast sticks or a bowl of cereal fruit loops mini wheats frosted flakes cinnamon toast crunch mm-hmm. never not you know we didn't have any fiber cereals we didn't have like rice krispies and just only you know no sugar added kind of things we always had the most colorful the most sugary things that we could be having mm-hmm. and on top of that 
we lived in a world where we would have those Eggo blueberry waffles. And my mom told us, hey, you know, it's really good if we don't have, you know, our fake syrup in the house. That's just corn syrup <laughs> and a little bit of food dye in it and whatever. Um, you can add some of our, you know, not butter <laughs> onto mm-hmm. it because we had the country crock margarine that I Ugh. grew up thinking was just <laughs> butter. Yeah. And nope. we would spread that on it and take our sugar and fill all of the little holes with sugar and eat our waffles like that instead because mm-hmm. we thought that was okay. And every, like, literally, that was my breakfast. I would go to school and I'd have a school lunch. And then I would come home and I would either heat up some taquitos in the microwave or I'd make sure that I had tater tots and chicken nuggets mm-hmm. or I would have, you know, one of those frozen burritos or chimichangas. Like, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'd be a little fancy. I'd make myself a quesadilla with my fake cheese and, you know, tortillas from the store and, you know, my canned beans. And and I literally mm-hmm. that was it. Those were what I ate. If I wanted a snack, oh, let me go grab myself some Ritz crackers out of the out of the cabinet, some goldfish and eat way too much of it because. You know, seeing those serving sizes be like 22 goldfish crackers, that's crazy. That's not a snack. Yep. And filling up a Ziploc bag, not a snack bag, a Ziploc bag, and eating all of that. And that was my snack. I, I literally, there's never, ever been a point in my life that I have been healthier than I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I still eat a lot of those things, yeah. but I just eat those things on a way more regulated basis. And I can actually go outside into my own backyard and decide I want a salad for dinner mm-hmm. and have enough food to have an entire salad with absolutely no additives, nothing else to it. And just wait until we start learning how to make our own dressings. Like mm-hmm. I like there's so many things like that that are like you, you, nobody knows. People don't realize what that is. And I have a list of so much food here that people are eating thinking, hey, I'm being healthier by making my own food. And it's not. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't get away from it. Because, yeah, sure. You don't eat Fruit Loops. You think, oh, man, that's crazy. Let me go. You know, let me just have some fruit for breakfast. Like, that's fine. Right. right. Let me go grab (laughs) an apple from the store. Mm -hmm. You want to know what's on apples? Yeah, go for it. U.S. apples are banned in the European Union. Yep. They are banned because while apples are supposed to keep the doctor away, that's not exactly the case for those produced in the U.S. American apples are treated <laughs> with DPA, which do you know how to pronounce it? Yeah, I, I don't. I can't. I, I will. I'll. I'll try while you look it up. It's diphenylamine. Diphenyl. Diphenylamine. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. You know, you did right. It's, okay. it's, it's a phenylene. Okay. Uh, diphenylamine. There okay. we go. Which is a potentially carcinogenic compound mm-hmm. used to keep the fruit from turning brown. Yep. It's this chemical that gives the apples you see in the supermarket that glow that everybody yep. says, oh, it's just wax. It's okay. You know, you can rinse it off. First of all, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to scrape it off. Mm-hmm. And secondly, yeah, no, it's not just wax. European food safety regulators banned the fruit in 2014 because the chemicals have been linked to various cancers. So no, you can't just go grab an apple. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's okay. You know, let's let's you know try something else. What about what about Hawaiian papaya? Like you know, that's a little bit a little bit more quirky. You know, stay away from like our you know main fruits and Mm -hmm. everything. Uh, You know, also banned in the European Union um, because uh, they were genetically engineered to resist the ring spot virus which destroyed the u.s crops in the 1990s um and although there are many debates about whether or not genetically engineered products are safe the european union isn't taking any chances making a genetically engineered papaya a forbidden fruit wait wait so europe is willing to err on the side of caution Uh uh-huh 
So, so yeah, so breakfast out of the question. So, so let's So what try you're saying is there's no apples in Europe, right? Europe has Oh, no, 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 no there's no, apples. No, 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 can't be, can't be. No. No, no. <laughs> so, so breakfast is out of the question, Our right? Our European listeners, you guys don't know what an apple is. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, breakfast is out of the question. Um, let's let's see if, you know, we can just like, you know, if we grow our own fruit, mm-hmm. then we can have that. We're yeah. good. Mhm. What if you want like a smoothie or something? What if, what about a milkshake? Yeah. Have it, you know, switch it up a little bit. We can we can use our milk, right? Totally fine. Yeah, no. No, no, uh, it's not in dairy products. <laughs> if you drink milk on the regular, antibiotics aren't the only thing you should be worried about. Milk in the US also contains contains the growth hormone RBGH, which also goes by RBST, <sighs> a synthetic man-made growth hormone that's used to increase milk production in dairy cows. Unless your milk is organic or says does not contain RBG, RBGH, you're drinking milk that's banned in the European Union, Canada, and other countries due to its potential effects on human health, including an increased risk of cancer, which is from the American Cancer Society that, and, they, that they say that. And so, you know, uh, it, it stands for recombinant bovine growth hormone so yeah so there's that so yeah no can't even can't even make yourself a little milkshake breakfast smoothie whatever with milk uh you gotta you gotta 100 have that fruit straight from yourself fruit juices water whatever you mm-hmm. know all that so so yeah breakfast is completely out of the question fruit for snack completely out of the question so you know let's 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 go on over to dinner right should be super easy, right? Let's just make some chicken. Like mm-hmm. that's nice and simple. Make some chicken. Sure. It would feed the whole family. Of course. Uh, y- y- chicken from the U.S. is banned in the European Union as well, and this one is the one that bugs me the most. Chlorine washed chicken doesn't mm. sound very appetizing, does mm-hmm. it? In the U.S., the chicken is routinely washed in a chlorine solution before it's market ready. The antimicrobial treatment reduces the possibility of salmonella contamination and other bacteria that can lead to foodborne illness. This is also the main reason the European Union has had a ban on American chicken since 1997. The EU is not concerned about chlorine consumption per se. Rather, it questions why the chicken must go through deep cleaning in the first place. The EU mm-hmm. thinks there should be a high level of safety throughout the food chain from farm to fork, not only cleaning the meat heavily at the end of the process to compensate for insufficient hygiene standards earlier. Which is exactly the, <laughs> the thing that bugs me. Why are we looking for a quick little solution that can possibly be, you know, not safe, but, you know, to, to solve the problem of everybody else along the line earlier that, you know, isn't worried about cleaning it because oh it's okay it's going to go through a chlorine bath later it's fine right so you're what you're doing is you're eliminating safe practices by having something on the end is what you're doing Mm -hmm. so 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 chicken's out of the question so no chicken for dinner uh let's try pork that should be fine not chicken no chlorine wash totally uh no (laughs) pork is banned in the european union russia and china from the u.s uh, if you're wondering why pigs in the U.S. are much bigger than those in the rest of the world, ractopamine is your answer. American pigs are given ractopamine, an animal feed additive used to speed up weight gain and increase carcass leanness in finishing swine. The additive is linked to major health issues, both in animals and humans, explaining why it is banned in more than 160 countries. Next time you're craving some pork chops... Opt for organic meat, which, you know, is a whole other topic on why eh, <laughs> organic doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. 
can't do pork, can't do chicken. So let's go for ground beef. Nice, simple, easy. Right. Again, totally we're you know if no the other two are bad, we no. have to have no, something. We're, yeah, we're good. We still can't even have that. This no, one, no. this one made me gag the first time I read it. <sighs> Banned in the European Union. This is literally, I hate this so much. Mm-hmm. Why it's banned? I thought it was like a joke when I was reading it first time too. Yeah, I, I know what's coming. Pink slime mm-hmm. is definitely not something you want in your burger. Yet there is a good chance that the prepackaged ground beef you bought for your next barbecue contains pink slime. According to an ABC News expose from 2012, around 70% of ground beef sold in the U.S. supermarkets contained pink slime, a meat byproduct used as a filler in ground beef to reduce fat content. If you are wondering, what's the beef with pink slime? It is prepared with ammonia gas, an antimicrobial Mm -hmm. agent which is dangerous for consumption. The FDA approved the pink goo for human consumption in the U.S. back in 2001. Yep, stands for, it's LFTB, which actually stands for Lean Finely Textured Beef. And yes, it goes goes through a conveyor belt in a vacuum, and it is literally gas with ammonia to kill whatever would be on it while it's churning so that it's pretty much covering everything. So those tubes of beef that Mm -hmm. you buy, they are the culprit. Not the ones that you, you, look, you can get beef on sale. And then ask your your grocer, your butcher, to grind it up for you. That is by far the best way to go. And it's the way that I did it for the longest time. Making some of the best burgers that you've ever had. Even the stuff, if you go, like we go to Kroger's, and Kroger's always has beef on clearance. Mm -hmm. You can go to them. Oh, i got to go put my beef jerky. Anyways, you can go to them, and you can have them do that, and they'll grind it up for you. It is worth the extra money. If you're going to spend it... Go to get a five get a five dollar a pound chuck roast. Look, your your ground beef is four dollars a pound right now. You can get chuck roast like on sale for like five dollars a pound. When you is it's worth a dollar. It's literally worth a dollar. If you're talking about a family of four, you're each ha- you're gonna spend a dollar extra. Just think about that. So okay. So can't have can't have meat for dinner. No. basically that's what we're learning. So let's let's go a different route. Are, are we gonna don't have, have a lot of time? Okay. So we can't go, which is, is also dumb. But don't have a lot of time. Can't go and, and grab a bag of potatoes. Let's just grab a thing of instant mashed potatoes. Okay. Like it's just yeah, you know good. it's just freeze dried potatoes, place. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, <laughs> and it's banned in the European Union, Japan, and Australia. Uh, this one is easy. It's mashed potatoes in a box. Of course, something is off about that. Instant mashed potatoes, like hun- Hungry Jack, come with a side of butylated hydroxyanisole, mm-hmm. BHA. Uh, this preservative is also found in rubber and wax food packaging. So it's definitely not something you would want in your body. Although it's widely used in the U.S., it's banned in Japan, Australia, and the European Union because it has been linked with cancer. So that grosses me out. Mm-hmm. Anytime I find out that there's a food product... There's a thing in my food that is also used for something along the lines of packaging or mm-hmm. like any. If you tell me that whatever I'm eating has the same ingredient that's in rubber, you're automatically grossing me out because what? <laughs> I can't even. So. So, yeah, we can't just. No. Uh, so what about, you know, same, same, basically same thing. Stovetop stuffing, which is it hurts because we love stovetop stuffing. Banned in the United Kingdom, Japan here. and several European countries. Uh, it, it's got also got BHA and BHT, so oh. both preservatives are suspected to be carcinogenic and Seriously? impair blood clotting. 
So yeah, uh, that one that one's concerning oh, for anybody that has problems. This one's the one that I convinced Nikki, uh, and hopefully she'll listen to me. Uh, coffee mate, coffee creamer. If oh, you yeah, think that your, coffee creamer mm-hmm. it, that you're grabbing at the store is creamer, then you are being lied to. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, most of them say that they don't have dairy in it, and that's because it's true. Because there's no milk or cream in the majority of the creamers that you're getting. And for the record, as truckers, we happen to know that when we transport it, majority of times, it doesn't have a refrigeration requirement. It is oh, refrigerated yeah. only in the grocery store just to appease you to make you think that it must be something that's kept fresh. But we know for a fact that it will stay good for a week and a half in a hot truck with no problems whatsoever. Don't do it. We do not recommend this at home, but we don't recommend you having it at all. (laughs) So, shelf-stable coffee creamer Mm -hmm. that can make your coffee taste like vanilla or caramel maybe sounds perfect, but don't expect to find it in Europe. Creamers like Coffee Mate are generally made from sugar, stabilizers, and a bunch of flavorings. However, what makes the product a big no-no in several European countries are hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oils found in this (sighs) non-dairy product. Hydrogenated oils are packed with trans fats. Many studies have shown that trans fat is the worst type of fat because it raises bad cholesterol and lowers good cholesterol, Mm -hmm. increasing the risk of heart disease, diabetes, heart attack, and stroke. So take your coffee black next time because it is literally banned in Austria, Hungary, and multiple Scandinavian countries. Yep. So, yeah, that one, uh, fortunately, I was able to to convince Nikki and the girls. I was like, first of all, if you buy half and half, it tastes so much better if you use mm-hmm. that and then add a little bit. You can make that into a creamer that tastes like something else if you get actual flavorings yeah. <laughs> that you can, aren't You can put vanilla fake. extract in it. Yeah. You can put, you know, hazelnut extract in it. Like, these, these things are... It's not hard. Half and half and a couple of drops. Yeah. And, and, and life is good. Need. And, and, so, and also told them, too, because they realized when I told them, because I, I mm-hmm. on, on Monday morning, I let them have coffee because, you know, we're crazy for mm-hmm. Easter. And so I was like, yeah, if you want a small cup of coffee before you go to school, that's fine. And so I told them, I was like, no, we don't have enough creamer for everybody, but we have half and half. And I promise mm-hmm. you, it'll probably taste a lot better. And so they put half and half in it. And I was like, you, you used a lot less, didn't you? And they were like, yeah, it literally it's. I don't need a lot to make my coffee taste better and not mm-hmm. bitter. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's because it's actually a milk product. Right. <laughs> and and ours, so, yeah. is, ours is organic, the one that we get. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, no. And so there's those are all, like, you know, obviously those are the big bad ones. Mm-hmm. I can go over, speed through a couple. Mountain Dew is extremely bad for you. Maraschino cherries, horrendous for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like pretty much any Little Debbie product at all, oh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I Lucky know. Charms are bad. Same reason as Fruit Loops. A bunch of different preservatives and food dyes. Pop Tarts. Same reasons. Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Not good for you. Never has been. <laughs> Drumsticks. The ice cream. Skittles. Twinkies. <laughs> so basically any Hostess mm-hmm. product. Also, um, this one was funny. Arby's sourdough croissant and French toast sticks. They're fake. They are so fake. They are literally. <laughs> um, hold on. I'll be looking mm-hmm. this one real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Another thing I can't pronounce, it's ACA. It's a whitening agent that forms bubbles in foam or vinyl to lighten and leave in the dough. I, I can't even... I. It's literally a carcinogen. Like, no questions about it, but the FDA doesn't care. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, a big one, obvi- the most obvious one, high fructose corn syrup is literally banned in the entirety of U- the UK and, Euro- and a lot of different U- uh, European mm-hmm. countries. 
you can have you know corn syrup there mm-hmm. highly regulated mm-hmm. but zero high fructose corn syrup at all anywhere which, which i hate to tell everybody a majority of your pancake syrup which yep. is now called pancake syrup yeah um is high fructose corn syrup if not multiple types of corn syrup and absolutely you know um one of the things that oh go ahead i'm sorry oh the last one is just bread products if you're okay. not making it yourself yep. don't it you're you're <laughs> Literally anything that down to like breakfast sandwiches, the waffles Mm -hmm. that are frozen, anything like that, down to literally getting them. Even if they're fresh baked in your Walmart store, they're not. And they have the same amount of preservatives as if you got a package of sandwich bread Mm -hmm. or a package of croissants from a different company. Like they're all bad. If you don't make it yourself, there are things in it to make it whiter, to make it fluffier, to Mm -hmm. make it all things that are that are bad. And it's so bad that specifically in Singapore, if you're caught you making bread with any of these preservatives and things mm-hmm. you can be getting fined four hundred and fifty thousand dollars yep. and in jail for up to 15 years yeah that's how bad it is but we just it's everywhere you can't get away well, from you know, bread my freedom products out here my freedom and and that's and that's and that's the problem is that people the argument and people buy this as the argument that is coming down from these companies saying you know well freedom you have the freedom to choose here in the yeah. u.s and, and and it's like you do, but they name things so many different things. You know how many different names there are for sugar when you go to read? And it's like, and, and we talk about, look, look, high fructose corn syrup was touted. Remember, there was a whole misadvertising campaign that got shut the hell down where, you know, oh, I don't drink that. It has high fructose corn syrup. Oh, and what have you, I, you you've heard all the bad things about that, right? Yeah. Well, what, what have you heard? That it has the same amount of sweetness as sugar. That's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Same glycemic, da, da, da. No, because a lot more of it is used because they know that the sugary side of things goes. And when we talk about red dye number 40, okay, you talked about that being in sprinkles. It's in frostings. Mm -hmm. It's in baked goods. It's in gelatins. It's in jams. Do you know what you just described? (laughs) Pop-tarts. Toaster sugar. Literally, you just described pop-tarts in one fell swoop. And I mean, I had them when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And I thought they were disgusting. <laughs> I literally, I was like, oh, these are gross. Like, I really, I hated them. Oh, I thought they were, and, I'm, and I got away from it. I was like, they just, they made me feel like crap. They, mm-hmm. I didn't like them. I didn't like the after effects of them. I didn't feel like they had any kind of flavor. They literally were just a, a jelly delivery system with this fake ass frosting on the top. But here's what's scary. Red dye number 40, right? When we sit and we talk about red dye number 40 and, and the effects of red dye number 40, um, when it's heated to extreme temperatures to the point where it molecularly de- decomposes, it emits toxic fumes composed of nitrogen and sulfur, di- uh, sulfur oxides. How do you heat up a, a, a toaster pastry? In the the toaster or in the oven or in your toaster oven or your air fryer. You ever accidentally... That- accidentally you know overheat or burn you know a a pop tart especially if you're leaving a bunch of kids to feed themselves in the morning and kids are still going to eat it yep no the it it genuinely sickens me Mm -hmm. thinking about the amount of things that i was putting in my body and there was nothing no no care no sense of understanding what was you know happening to us and yeah i am i am literally the healthiest i've ever been in my life because Mm -hmm. i just eat more down to basics food and that doesn't mean that it has to be unflavorful doesn't mean that it has to take you you know hours and hours and hours to have these home-cooked meals that are fresh you can make you want waffles home make some waffles 
you can make yeah. that same stuff that you go out and you buy a big old thing of bisquick waffle mix and it or pancake mix and you think oh my gosh you know i can't get this anywhere except you literally can if you just put the dry ingredients together and make sure you have eggs and milk in the house yeah. <laughs> or even eggs and water it works the same or if you got a freeze dryer just freeze dry the eggs it's like it, it, you know but it's just oh like no, it amazes me your milk. that people you think like oh things. this is so much faster and it's easier and it's like the whole fast food culture is what destroys america yeah, absolutely. because there's nobody that has the ability or has the want to sit down and be in the kitchen for four hours out mm-hmm. of their day just making food because they have to feed everybody when really how do you think we got here we didn't have all these cool neat little things that everybody makes in these big old factories and then brings it into the store and then you could just buy it and pop something into the toaster real quick and eat it mm-hmm. i get it you have less time we have so much more of a go 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 culture now but it's not hard to fight against that it's not hard to be able to be disciplined, go to bed earlier so you have more time to get up in the morning and make yourself breakfast. Well, it's y- not hard to be able to meal prep on the days that you're off or mm-hmm. one day that you're off gives you a whole week worth of food if you meal prep it right. And nobody does that. It, it was It's a huge phase that everybody has and then it fades away and nobody cares anymore. And oh, hey, we're going to bring it back because, oh my gosh, you want to be healthy. It doesn't tell you how to be healthy over 45. Mm-hmm. Do all these things and eat all these bad, gross foods. No, you don't need to shove kale down your throat to be healthy. You just need to stop eating Pop-Tarts and Eggo waffles and Fruit Loops. Frosted and all Flakes. Of the, yeah, Gatorade. Frosted Gatorade, Gatorade does Gatorade not hydrate you. Not, yeah, you it, know? like all these things that are so horrendous for you. Stop. It, it literally, it comes down to very simple, very simple matter. Does it come from a factory or does it come from a farm? If -hmm. it comes from a factory, it is not good for you. If it comes from a farm, better for you. Do a little bit more research and figure out which farms are better to have things from than others because it can give you all those buzzwords. It's the same thing with eggs. Oh, yeah, no, these these, these, these were free range chickens and they got to go and do whatever they wanted to do and blah, 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 blah. That does not mean that those chickens were out in the sunlight all the time and having a good old life and they just lived their normal, you know, lives the way they're supposed to no 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 they are still in a contained area just a bigger contained area free range does not exactly mean that they were free Mm because how else would you get the eggs and people don't think about that you have a small little operation at your own house with your chickens and you're trying to feed millions of americans you can't do that and that's what it's become nobody has the time to have their own food in their own homes at their producing so they are getting it and everything the moment that you scale it upsize it so that it has to feed thousands of people then you're already taking away from what makes it good fresh food because it can't be anymore mm-hmm. the amount of food that you think oh this is fresh and everything has been st- sitting in a, in a warehouse been in a truck half the time sitting in that damn truck waiting to be unloaded for who knows how long hoping that every single trucker that has brought that thing along has kept everything to where it's supposed to be that nobody had a bad day and decided oh man mm-hmm. i know that your you know temperature dipped below where it was supposed to be but i don't really care because i'm gonna quit anyways kind of thing which happens all the time oh yeah and you know then they had to bring it in that everything was you know at temperature in that warehouse that there was nobody that was being stupid there's no double loading and i don't want to say half the time but a good chunk of time let me tell you the dirty little secret is truckers is and i had this with the previous company that i worked with and i hated hated it but it was specifically ketchup um i knew it it went wrong temperature and i was like i don't want to deliver this and i I was brand new at trucking so i was very naive to this um 200 bucks 200 bucks and everybody got ketchup from bottles that had literally spilled all over my dirty truck so yeah no i didn't buy ketchup for like a year (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, it, it's it's it amazes me the amount of things that are out there that people just straight up don't know. I had no idea that the chicken that we were eating Ammoniated. was yeah, mm-hmm. and it makes it make sense because you know sometimes the chicken isn't bad and it still has that smell. Mm-hmm. So which is why the best chicken that we have and it's and, and, and there are things that we can do to combat this. So let's let's understand this. That for example, yes, if you get the big red bag of chicken at Walmart, you know what you do? You brine it. You literally brine it and, and you brine it yourself. And, you know, it's still not the greatest stuff for you, but it's helping to displace. And those things are there. But, yeah, the big tube of beef, I knew and know it's just not good for us. And it's like, and I sat there and I was like, well, yeah, but sometimes it's two ninety nine a pound. It's like, yeah, but you know what? So what? I, if you don't look at it as an option, it's not an option. And it's, it's the same thing with some fish. Like, I don't, there's fish I don't eat. The two most popular forms of fish that people have that aren't catfish right now, which are swai and ta- uh, tilapia, I don't eat them. And, I, and and you see me whenever the shrimp is, what's the first thing that I do? Smell it. Yep, and I flip the bag, and I flip it over, and I look to see where it's a product of. You know, because I know the water systems in that, that are used. So it's like, you know, for people who are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's four ninety nine for shrimp. Yeah. Guess where it's coming from? Guess what kind of water system those are in? Just go look it up. Go look it up. Know this, that I think it was two years ago that it was leaked out, these shrimp that were coming from these contaminated waters, Mm -hmm. and the people who uploaded the video were killed. Like, just straight out killed. So, you know, they know what they're doing to you. They don't care. Profit is profit. And, And we joke around. We talk about... Hey, you know, we live in a first world country and, and we talk about it here. Freedom, the freedom to choose. But you have to be able to rely on the people that you choose to serve you to make sure that you aren't killing yourself. There's things that the government needs to do for you. The government doesn't need to tax you. The government doesn't need to tell you what you can do to, you know, constitutionally bill of rights and, you know, live happy and be hel- be happy but they need to be the ones that are like hey you know what yeah this this product that because do you know where red red 40 is found in nature where? nowhere nowhere hey we have this fully synthetic thing probably not a good idea let's let's just not do it you know oh well, what's the worst it could do kill everybody it could kill everybody so let's let's not go these routes. So yeah, it's just it's amazing to me. <laughs> and with that, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And don't forget to check out our website, stupidpodcastoneverything.com. And with that said, peace out with your peace out. Bye.